0: Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to the Relove Podcast. This is Pastor Seth Yolorda, and I wanna thank you for taking the time out of your busy day to listen to this week's message. Our prayer is that it will leave you inspired, encouraged, and challenged as you grow higher in Christ. And I also just wanna ask that if this message is a blessing to you, that you would take the time to share it, to send it to a friend, send it to a family member, so that they too can be blessed. Again, we thank you for taking the time to listen we pray that you are blessed good day relove church we are so glad to be here today and we're excited about this weekend that we believe is awesome uh we're also honored to have been invited by your pastor our good friend uh, pastor seth yolorda who is a wonderful man of god in fact i think we should actually take some time right now to just stop and thank the lord for his leadership Uh, In your home, wherever you are, you can clap for him right now. You can say praise the Lord, whatever you want to do. Let me tell you something about your pastor. We've known him for a long time, and he is a man of God. He cares about people. Mm -hmm. He's a visionary. He's a leader. You guys, I'm telling you now, you are blessed to have him as your pastor. And even this conference, the way that he's doing this, he's pushing the envelope. and doing creative things. And uh, this is great. So we're, we're happy to be there. Only thing that would make this better is if we could be there in person right now. Yes, so we're would. sorry we it can't would. do that, yes. but at least we're here. So thank you so much for allowing us to be here, Pastor Seth.
1: Yes. And we actually go way back with Seth and Holly. What is it like? 25 years?
0: Something like you know, that. Those Something awkward like that. days yeah. that
1: kind of ages us a little bit. It does, man.
0: <laughs> so uh, we want to introduce ourselves to you just so you know who we are. My name is John Nixon II, and I am a pastor. That's what I do for a living
1: and I'm April Mendinghall Nixon and I am a middle school teacher
0: yep and we've been married for 20 years yes and we yes. like each other
1: <laughs> we do
0: we have kids
1: we have two teenagers yes pray for us
0: please right now pray right, right. <laughs> uh, John is about to be 16 Julius 13 yes. and uh, they're great kids they really are they are but they, they test us all the time. <laughs> Keep us on our toes. Yes. yes. And we're excited to really be here today. And we know that God, I believe, has a blessing for us. We're actually co-hosts of a podcast. It's a relationship podcast. Mm-hmm. It's called Just John and April. And you can find it on YouTube. Uh, we have new episodes that air every Friday. Um, I guess yeah. you guys are on the West Coast. So right. So here they air. Well, I guess we post them around 3 o'clock in the afternoon. That's about 12 o'clock noon, your time, if you ever want to see it. We also yeah. have a Wednesday night live that we do, 9 p.m. Eastern so on YouTube what? or Facebook.
1: Six o'clock, yeah, 6 o'clock your time? Yeah, 6 o'clock your time. Yes,
0: that's pretty early. Yeah, yeah you, you can eat dinner there. and join
1: the exactly, live. <laughs> exactly.
0: And uh, so we like doing that. And uh, if you ever want to just follow us or anything, we have an uh, Instagram account. We have a uh, Facebook account. Uh, we have YouTube. And the tagline is the same every time. Just John and April. So as you can see right there, you can follow us on uh, all any of those platforms. Any Any, of those, any one yes. of those platforms. Yes, 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 yes. And we'd love to have you if you would uh, follow us. Definitely. So, we actually have a philosophy. Our philosophy is that no one's marriage should suck.
1: <laughs> right, it shouldn't. And that you know, in marriage, we should be working smarter and not harder.
0: Exactly. You know? Yeah. And there, there are some things that we like to share all the time as tips and strategies mm-hmm. that people can use. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we find is that most people just don't know what to do right. to fix their own situation.
1: Exactly.
0: And if they had a little bit more information, maybe they could. You know, uh, April and I both played golf and we started years ago. Back in 2002, I think, is when we started playing. Yeah, that's about uh, right. Yeah, for, for, for real, like when we were at the seminary. And when we first started playing, we didn't know anything about golf. Um, it was really hard. It's a very difficult game if anybody plays it. It was really hard to figure out how to keep the ball in play, how to make it go straight, mm-hmm. how to not slice it or, or hook it, you know, all those kinds of things. And what you find over time is you get better at golf, sometimes because your technique is better, but sometimes the reason you get better is because you know what to do to fix your problem. Right. Right. (laughs) So sometimes the most frustrating thing with golf is you hit the ball and And you you think it's going to go straight and it went right. You don't know why it went to the right. But as you get better at golf, what you figure out is why did I mess up? What just happened just now? And that's what I think happens over time when you work on marriage. If you're working smarter, not harder, you learn things over time that can help you to remedy the situation that you just messed up. Exactly. So anyway. We're hoping that you uh, buy into that as we go through this process today.
1: Yes. So today we are going to talk about becoming BFFs.
0: Yes. How do you become your spouse's BFFs? (laughs) How
1: do you do that? Okay. And like in in some marriages, you started off as best friends, you know, and then over time marriage kicked in and Mm -hmm. things started happening and it caused the friendship to... You know disintegrate yeah (laughs) and you want to get it back but you just don't know how you know some people never had a friendship true maybe never had that connection in that kind of way yeah but we believe that becoming best friends actually enhances the relationship yes it does so if you've never had it we're encouraging you to develop that
0: yes and we're hoping that the things we share with you today will put you on the road to be able to becoming best friends with your spouse
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah. So So why don't we start with prayer? Yeah,
1: let's get started. Okay. All right.
0: Father, thank you so much for giving us this opportunity to be here with the Relove Church. And we're asking that your presence would be with us and abide with us throughout this time together. Lord, we know that you want to save us through our relationships, through our marriages. Mm -hmm. And you can do that when we surrender fully to you. So help us to be able to have open minds and open hearts And listen to your word in a way that will impact us maybe differently than it has in the past. And may our relationships with each other go to another level. May we be able to achieve true friendship by Mm -hmm. your power. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, why don't we start then with Ecclesiastes chapter Mm 4, verses 9 and 10. This is going to be our opening passage that gives us sort of the... You know, we always need an excuse, a reason why we're going to even talk about what we're talking about. Because there's really no point in discussing this if the Bible doesn't have anything to say.
1: Exactly. So if it has something
0: to say, we want to start there. So here we go. Here's what Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 9 and 10 says.
1: Okay, so it says, two people are better than one. I believe that. Yes. (laughs) Better off than one. That's right. For they can help each other succeed. Mm-hmm. If one person falls, the other one can reach out and help. But mm-hmm. someone who falls alone is in real trouble.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah. Now, this is a text that I believe is really about friendship. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. something here. Now, you can probably spin this any way you want. You can make this about teamwork. You can make this about mm-hmm. uh, community, multiplicity of people, whatever it is. But when it really comes down to it, I think this describes friendship because... Yes, yes. If there's two of you that are there and somebody falls, Mm -hmm. who cares if you're not even friends, I might just keep walking. You know what I'm saying? The fact that I (laughs) saw you and you fell and I'm trying to help you up shows that I care about you or something like that. So this is a very important Mm -hmm. text, I believe, for us to start. And the Ecclesiastes writer is saying that when you have a friend, you are better off in areas of life. In fact, he says even more strongly that when you don't have a friend, you're in trouble.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so let's define friend.
0: A friend is a person. Mm-hmm. who is attached to another person by affection or esteem. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, so that that is that's, a friend. A, that's a pretty basic thing, yes. right? Now, mm-hmm. what about friendship?
1: Friendship is defined as a state of enduring affection, mm-hmm. esteem, intimacy, and trust between
0: two people. Okay. Now, when I hear that definition of friendship, that sounds sort of like what marriage is like you know I, I hear does. a lot of the okay yeah. so you have affection for each exactly. other you've got esteem there's intimacy yeah. and there's this yeah. trust between two people yeah. okay yeah, yeah, yeah. now now what I think that's good I like that definition but but that's a little too lofty in my opinion for our subject today because what I think we're trying to get people to do is to not think of friendship as marriage but instead think of friendship sort of like, the way it is with one of your homies or your girlfriends. Exactly. You're trying to become your spouse's homie. That's right. Or your spouse's girlfriend. You know right. what
1: I'm saying? Like, this is my boy. Exactly. You know, this is my dog. It's is my dog. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit different. <laughs> that's what you want. Yeah. You do. Th- that's, you a, want that's a different that kind of friendship. marriage. That's yes. right. Now, that's right. the
0: other definition we just read, I think, is what a lot of couples have. Yes. And that's fine. Yes. But I'm saying there's something else that happens when your, when your spouse becomes your ace. Exactly. Your ace boon. You know that's what I'm saying? Right. That's right. It's a little bit different So, let's use this definition instead, which I think will give us a little bit better.
1: Exactly. So, friendship, a relationship between people who like each other, Mm -hmm. keyword, and enjoy each other's company.
0: This is huge.
1: This is huge because, I mean, the reality is there are some people who love each other. Yes. They live together. Yes. They do all their things together as far as taking care of the kids. Yes. You are both contributing to the house um, uh, monetarily or whatever. But
0: you don't like each other.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You don't like each other. Yeah. Necessarily. Not, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you may like some things. Yeah, but you don't really like them. But (laughs) overall, you're not really, you don't really like them in that you don't want to hang with them. Right. You don't want to be with them when it's time to have fun. That's right. When you think about being with somebody to enjoy Mm -hmm. some time, Mm -hmm. you're not thinking about your spouse. Right. That's what we're trying to change.
0: Yes. That's what we want you that's to get want, to. Yes. So the thing we like about this definition is it boils it down and breaks it down and just said, mm-hmm. a friend is somebody you like yes. and you want to hang with that's and right. be around. That's right. And not necessarily to do stuff like take care of the house and the kids and stuff like that. Right. Sometimes just for regular stuff, just for the sheer enjoyment of it.
1: And you know what? John Gottman, mm-hmm. a renowned relationship expert. Yeah. He says that friendship fans the flames of romance. Uh-huh. Because it offers the best protection against feeling adversarial towards your spouse.
0: No, this is huge, babe. So, mm. so what we're really saying to you here is according to John Gottman, mm-hmm. there are there's another reason why friendship is so important to a, a marriage relationship. It's because somehow friendship fans the flames of romance. That's what he's saying. Yeah. So so your friendship with your spouse is cool in and of itself. Because you're hanging with your ace, you're enjoying right. each other, you're having this time together. But it also contributes to areas of your relationship and your marriage like romance yeah. and makes it way better.
1: It bleeds into <laughs> it bleeds into your relationship. Yes. And actually allows it to bloom yes. and to blossom and into to something even
0: better. Yes. <laughs> you don't exactly. help with that
1: romance. Exactly. What? <laughs>
0: so so you so you need to be thinking about this. Yeah. So so for those of you that aren't convinced, for those of you that think I have enough friends. I've got a bunch of friends. and um, My wife has her girlfriends. I've got my guy friends that I hang mm-hmm, with. Mm-hmm. I don't even want my wife's friend. Mm-hmm. I don't even know my husband's friend. Mm-hmm. We're saying to you, reconsider that. Yeah. Because it turns out that if you have a strong friendship, it can contribute to romance.
1: Yes. And it enhances the marriage.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yes. But it even does more than that. Right. There's this other thing that John Gottman talks about called positive sentiment override.
1: Okay. Now, let's positive talk about Positive sentiment this.
0: override. This is important. Okay.
1: Positive sentiment override. I'm going to tell you what it means. What does it mean? Okay. It means that they're, or the couples. Yeah. Okay. Positive thoughts uh-huh. about each other mm-hmm. and their marriage mm-hmm. are so pervasive mm-hmm. that they tend to supersede their negative feelings.
0: Whoa. So, so, so basically, okay. so basically it sounds like what this is saying is when we have positive sentiment override in our relationship, which comes through friendship, mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. we have that in our relationship. Even when I'm tempted to have negative feelings, yep. the positive feelings that I have about you override my negative feelings. Exactly. Even when I'm going through because a difficult Because of that thing. friendship. Okay.
1: Okay. So, so for example. Are, so,
0: friendship contributes in that way, can. too. So, let me,
1: let me give you an example. Okay. All right. So, my son graduated from eighth grade a couple years ago. My son, too. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Our son. <laughs> Sorry. Our son. They do that. <laughs> And we had this big, you know, dinner. It was so nice. But, you know, me being kind of uh, slightly controlling, (laughs) I I wanted to make sure everything was just going well. So I didn't realize that I was I was being very bossy. Mm. So I was like just telling people what to do. I Mm -hmm, wasn't asking. mm -hmm, I was just, you know, mm -hmm. in my, you know, general. I was being a general. And John had to take me aside and he was like, you know what, babe? You're, you're really being kind of bossy. It's okay. Calm down. This party, this dinner is, is great. It, 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 you can just chill, relax. It's going to turn out fine. It's going to turn out fine. Now, I had just demanded that he do something. Mm. So the response could have been, can you chill out, please? Mm-hmm. I mean, why mm-hmm. you got to be mm-hmm. talking to me like that? Mm-hmm. But I think that's because of our friendship. Mm-hmm. That positive sentiment override, mm-hmm. I feel like kicked in. Mm-hmm. And you say, you know what? Let me give her the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. I know she's stressed right mm-hmm.
0: now.
1: Mm-hmm. Babe, calm down. Mm-hmm. I got this.
0: Yeah, so so there was definitely sort of this thing that was going on that could have made me upset and could have made me react and respond to her in a way that actually would have made it even worse. Right. I could have basically sort of bit her head off mm-hmm. and then she would have responded mm-hmm. some way negative or something like that. Mm-hmm. But instead, mm-hmm. I I basically looked at what she was doing, and even though it was coming across in a particular way, I said, you know what? I know my friend likes me. I know she doesn't mean this this way. <laughs> exactly. And I took a step back and yes. I, said, I said, maybe she's stressed out because she wants everything to go perfectly for our son's uh, graduation. Day. Right. Right. That's what, right. Is what I said.
1: And really, you know, giving your spouse the benefit of the doubt. Right. That's huge. Yeah. And I think that that doesn't happen often. No. When that friendship or when that positive uh, override is not there. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, you know, if, quick there's, to- if there's not
0: a lot of positivity happening in the relationship. Right.
1: You're, you're quicker to go to the negative. Exactly. You know, quicker to respond in a defensive way yes. instead of saying, you know what, I know that he did not or she did not mean it that way yes. because yes. they care about me. That's right. And that's what that friendship gives.
0: It gives it that. It really so so it there's that. another reason for you to pursue friendship with your spouse. Not only will you enjoy yourself and time together with them, mm-hmm. but also it can lead to romance. hmm. Fans the that, flames of romance. Yes. And it also makes it so that you may not have as many fights because. When a negative situation arises, mm-hmm. your positive feelings about your friend exactly. override those negative feelings that right. creep in. That's right.
1: I love that. Yeah. Don't you love that? I do love it. I think it. It's, it's beautiful. Great. And it's I'm beautiful. saying you
0: guys need to be doing That's this.
1: That's right. Okay. So once your marriage is set in that high degree of positivity, yes. it's very hard to bring that back down. Yes. I've noticed that. <laughs> it is. It is. If you are keeping it up in that high positive range, yes. if you yes. set that goal and yes. you set it at high, as a high uh part of your relationship, that's yes. something that you want to continue to build, yes. You will have that PSO.
0: But the but the the other thing happens, which is the opposite of that, there's a thing called negative sentiment override, True. which actually continues to happen When you neglect things Mm. like friendship, yes, then the negativity builds and now little stuff that really isn't anything becomes huge stuff because there's so much negativity in your relationship all the time. Right, There's a negative sentiment override. So even a little thing that she does or he does ends up being interpreted as the worst thing in the world.
1: Yes. And that's why I feel like you need to be very or we need to be deliberate in liking our spouses. Yes. So that's where... We come into yes. building that friendship. That
0: friendship, being it's deliberate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So let's just jump into it now. We, yes. we, we, we've talked about all of that. We have. Let's get into the three things that we want to share with you today, mm-hmm. and we're going to begin those three things with another passage of scripture. And this is First Corinthians, uh, chapter twelve, verses seventeen through 17 18. eighteen. Yep. Yep.
1: It says, "If the whole body were an eye." Hmm where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? Mm -hmm. But in fact, God has placed the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. Just as he wanted them to be.
0: Exactly where he wanted them. Exactly. Okay, so before we show you the first point, I want to just make sure you understand the context of what it is we're reading here. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking to you, not you. Yes. Because you know the context already. (laughs) Here's the thing that I want you to understand. This is part of Paul's metaphor of what it is like to be part of the body of Christ. Now, he says that being in the family of God is like being part of the body of Christ. He's likening each person to a body part. Mm -hmm. So he's basically saying, April, you're an eye. John, you're an ear. Helen, you're a hand. David, you're a foot. Everybody has their thing that they are, right? And that each one of us has importance. Mm -hmm. Each one of us is made specifically for a reason Mm -hmm. and then paul says that if the ear wasn't there then the sense of hearing would be gone if the hand wasn't there or the eye wasn't there the sense of seeing would be gone he's really saying that each one of the body parts is important and then he says that god placed the parts of the body just as he wanted them to be you know what that means if you're a part of the body if that's what paul is saying then that means god created you exactly as he meant you to be created do you understand God did not make a mistake. He made you that way on purpose.
1: So basically, I should not be saying, hey, you're an eye, but you need to be an ear like me. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Because you were created on purpose for a specific thing.
0: By God, who knows everything and knows what he's doing. That's right. So, So when he did that, when he made April, he made her to be an eye. He made me to be an ear, which is using those two you things. just
1: switched us up. I way. did switch <laughs> us up. My bad.
0: I, I'm an ear. She's an eye. Well, that's, I, whatever. whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And the point is that God did it on purpose and that the moment I change or try to change my spouse into me, mm-hmm. I miss out on whatever it was that God was creating her for, for me. Exactly. And vice versa. That's right. Okay, so here's the first point, and this is what you need to know. First of all, you need to initiate your friendship. This is the first part. This is the first part. We're talking about initiating your friendship here. And here's the point. Mm -hmm. There is no true friendship without acceptance. That's
1: right. You have to accept one another.
0: In fact, I think you should read that together at home out loud right now. Ready? (laughs) Go. There There is is no no true friendship friendship without without acceptance. acceptance. Do you believe that? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you don't because you don't know what it means yet. Okay. What is acceptance? We have our own definition that we have been using for quite some time now. Yes. We think it's a good definition. It is a good definition. Here's what we think acceptance means, and we hope that you can accept this definition.
1: So here it is. <laughs> Recognizing each other's uniqueness uh-huh. and determining not to change the other person. Wow. Yes.
0: That's acceptance. That's so acceptance. acceptance is noticing how April is different, maybe even from me. Noticing how she's different from everybody because she's unique. Your spouse mm-hmm. is unique. Mm-hmm. And I'm determining, even though I see these things in her, I am not going to try to change her. Now, when we say change, all we're really talking about is the core person who you are deep down inside. We do not That's mean right. that we, you have to accept negative behaviors. Exactly.
1: So we're not talking about negative behaviors. And there's a thin line there. There is. You know, so you wanna make sure. That it's the person yes. that you are accepting. Correct. Not negative behavior necessarily.
0: So that means April has certain things that God put in her on purpose. Like April is an introvert. Mm-hmm. I'm an extrovert. Mm-hmm. Now I might be tempted and was tempted in the beginning of our relationship to try to help her to be more extroverted. Because I wanted her to enjoy our out, uh, out of the house <laughs> experiences with a bunch of other people just as much as I did. Mm-hmm. But the reality is she doesn't gain... Uh, energy from being around people, uh, that kind of drains her because she's an introvert. I, on the other hand, get energy from people. I'm an extrovert. That's how I am. When we go out together, mm-hmm. I would go and talk to other people and do all this hobnobbing mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Sometimes I'd leave her, not even realizing it, over in the corner by herself. And she's over there like, man, what am I doing over here? Feeling terrible.
1: Exactly. Because as an <laughs>
0: introvert, she didn't necessarily know what to say to people, and these big crowds kind of gave her anxiety. Mm-hmm. I tried to change her in that way, but that was not the right thing to do. The no, reality is. is, she helps me in her introversion exactly. to be less whatever the negatives are with extroverts. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: and really, it's it's like a puzzle piece. You yes. know, it's it's like the Adam and Eve effect, exactly. right? Adam did not ask God. Uh, you know, for a list of things yes. in Eve. He didn't and, know what to and, ask for. And, and, and he didn't know, you know, and Eve did not ask. Right. You know, God knew what Adam needed. Yes. And he knew what Eve needed. Right. And he just put those puzzle pieces together and they fit perfectly. There were
0: things that Adam was missing and didn't even know he was missing yes. until he started naming the animals.
1: Exactly.
0: Then God puts him to sleep, creates Eve, and when Adam wakes up, he exclaims, this is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. He's excited because finally, the stuff that he's missing is there in his wife. And I believe that each one of us is drawn to the other. Mm-hmm. We don't realize it. We think we're so drawn true. to the outside, which, by the way, is very beautiful, as you can see. <laughs> and
1: handsome, as you can see. Thank
0: you very much. Uh, but, but we are drawn to something more than yeah. that because the physical attraction does something. But, but you want to marry this person because there's something about who they are on the inside that maybe... Uh, gives you something you don't have.
1: And, and I'll be honest, it, it it really was your extrovertedness that, I mean, it really did connect me to you. The fact that you were the life of the party, right. that you are talkative and yeah. fun yeah. with people. And right. I'm kind of able to just enjoy that. Yeah. And so I think that's true. I really do believe that opposites do attract. Yes. Or, you know, or compliment. That's right. You know? Yes. So
0: we sometimes, each other. We,
1: sometimes we take away that... Thing that brought us together when we tried to change our spouse. That's right. There's we something take that complements. That
0: that's right, and that's not yeah, a good thing. You not. don't want to do that. No. But if you're trying to become friends, you have to start with acceptance. Definitely. Because there is no. What do we say? There is no true friendship, friendship. without that acceptance. It's a yeah. baseline thing. And by the way, just so that you know, acceptance, in our opinion is probably the most basic need for every human being. It really is. We all need it.
1: I mean, if I come home, well, let me say this. If I go to work, right? Yeah. And I don't feel accepted. Mm-hmm. I can still go to work. I can still deal with it. You go do your job and then you're done. Yeah. You know, you leave, right? Or I could quit. Right. Okay. You don't have to have that job. You don't job. have to have that job. Yeah. But when I come home,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? If I come home, I need to feel like I can be me. Yes. And and there's no issues about that. Yes. I don't feel uncomfortable. Right. I don't feel like I'm not free to be who I am fully. There's
0: got to be one in place, my home, one place where you can with feel that my way.
1: spouse, yes. with my family. Yes. You know, gotta do. And it. I cannot establish a good friendship with someone mm-hmm. that I don't feel accepts me for who I am.
0: That's right. And I don't think I can actually truly be your friend if I don't <laughs> accept you.
1: No, you know I don't what think so. I don't think it's not possible. truly. It's not. So, so
0: here's the thing. It's such a basic need for us as human beings yeah. that we will go to great lengths to get it because when you get accepted, you feel like you belong. Exactly. Wherever you're accepted, you belong. And exactly. everybody needs to feel like they belong somewhere. That's right. right. So I will go to great lengths. I will I will voluntarily sign up to be harmed. You know, <laughs> right? like join a game yeah. or, or a fraternity or a sorority. Would. Think about it. You, That's true. You're basically saying, hey... Do all this hazing to me and all this stuff because at the end of it, I'm going to belong somewhere. I
1: will belong in this group and I will be accepted.
0: That's important.
1: It is. And if
0: you, if you don't find that anywhere else, you got to at least have it in your relationship. Yes. What in the world, man? You have to.
1: You have to. So, uh, we want you to do a little activity. We have an activity. Okay. Yes. And this is a five-minute focus. Yes. And for five minutes, we want you to turn to your spouse mm-hmm. and just talk about what you would do
0: mm-hmm.
1: if you... All of a sudden, I don't know where it got a million bucks.
0: How would you spend the money? How
1: would you spend the million dollars? Yes. Okay. So what we want to do is while you are sharing with each other, Mm -hmm. we want you to allow your spouse Mm -hmm. to be free Mm -hmm. to share whatever they would do without any judgment.
0: Don't judge them. Don't judge
1: them. Yes. Just listen to all the things that they would want to do with Except that money. Accept
0: what they would want Except, to do. <laughs> so you're
1: dreaming now. Yes. Okay. Both of y'all. So are you're dreaming. dreaming. Yes. And accept their dreams. Yes. Accept what they're going to do, mm-hmm. and don't judge them. Listen, yes. laugh, enjoy, yes. get to know each other through right. this. Right. And so we'll 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 catch you back in five minutes.
0: Five minutes. So we're actually going to do it here too. So while you guys are doing it, we're going to turn to each other. We're going to do it as well. You'll be able to see it while we're doing it, and uh, we'll be right back with you. All right.
1: All right. I hope you had fun. Hope you enjoyed that. Hope that was good
0: for you. Yeah. Yes.
1: So you just initiated mm-hmm. a friendship with your spouse. Yes, you did. You just initiated that friendship by accepting each other's dreams. Yeah. Okay. And that's, that's important. And these are things you can do to initiate that friendship. Yes. All right.
0: Now, we want to go to number two. Here it is. Genesis 2.24 gives us the platform for number two. What is it so,
1: therefore, shall a man leave his father and his mother, mm-hmm. and shall cleave, mm-hmm. keyword mm-hmm. unto his wife, and they shall become one flesh. Okay. Actually, that says be one flesh.
0: Yes, but here <laughs> is the second point. You ready? Yes. This now is cultivating your friendship. So, mm-hmm. we, the last point was about initiating it. Now, we're talking about ways to cultivate your friendship. There is no meaningful friendship without... connection
1: connection Connection. very very important now notice the
0: text said that you leave your father and mother and you cleave to your wife really as to your spouse either one of them and you can become one flesh there's no way for you to cleave unless you connect that's basically what we're talking about right so we're talking about
1: creating a sticky friendship okay you know, you yeah. want to be sticky. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't have <laughs> to say two peas in a pod. Yes. Or, you know, you guys are stuck together. I mean, of course you want to be your own person. Yes, yes, yes. But Individuality you do. You is wanna, important too. you want it to be where your friendship, you know, you have cleaved mm-hmm. to your man mm-hmm. or your or your mm-hmm. woman. You know, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. your person.
0: Yes. So connect means?
1: To join, link, or fasten together. Unite or bind.
0: Wow. Okay, so this is what we're talking about. We're talking about connecting, mm-hmm. connecting with your spouse as a friend. You are linking, fastening together, uniting. You're binding with each other. And by the way, this can't happen if you don't leave. Mm-hmm. You gotta leave your father, oh. and mother.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> no! Some we people don't want to leave. That's right. Now, now we're not talking about just leaving the house, right? No. Obviously, you moved out and you moved to your own house, but but there is a level of boundary that has to be set between you and other things other people your your parents your siblings your 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 job all yes, these things there's, a,
1: there's a, it's so very important. important to have that, yes, that in leaving. Order to really connect it really is because if you're not if you have not left properly yeah, that's right you know yeah because you don't leave physically right you don't even leave you know with getting advice right you know so right. we're not talking about that right. but we're talking about leaving in an emotional way.
0: Yes. Leaving mentally.
1: Leaving mentally. Yes. yes.
0: So that you can connect fully. Exactly right. (laughs) So here's the thing. With this, you have to recognize what we call bids for connection. So we're talking about connecting with your spouse now. We want to help you to find ways to connect with each other. So the bids for connection thing, that phrase is another Gottman phrase. The Gottman Institute is is world renowned for all kinds of uh, relational um, um strategies and things that you can use. And studies and yes. studies, yes, yes, they're excellent. Mm-hmm. So a bid for connection is basically when either one of us sort of puts out an olive branch trying to get the other person to connect with us, and mm-hmm. if they mm-hmm. reciprocate. The connection is formed and we're good. But if they don't, then we feel rejected. We may go back into our shell and this may lead to other issues like uh, contempt and resentment. So you don't want to do that. So a bid for connection is something that's very important to learn how to spot when your spouse wants to connect with you.
1: Yes. So there are times when I throw out bids Mm -hmm. and John might not catch them.
0: Right. This and so and, and
1: I have been disappointed yeah. because you didn't catch those bids. <laughs> yeah. But over time we've learned how to how to identify yeah. the bids. Right. And then catch them quickly right. so that we can connect. So maybe okay. you should give
0: them an example of uh, you trying to make a bid for connection, and maybe I can say how I can uh, notice it, recognize it, and what I would do to receive it. Well, I'm
1: gonna give a real bid that i threw out okay you.
0: right go ahead that's, okay, what, that's so, what they did.
1: okay so one day i i you know i lost a couple of pounds and i was like oh i can get in this dress now right mm-hmm. so i go in my closet and i put on this dress that i know he he liked and i haven't been able to wear for a while mm-hmm. so i go get the dress i put it on and i didn't say anything right okay i just came out my closet with the dress on and i was walking around like what, oh looking at myself in the mirror
0: what was i doing at the time
1: you were on your computer.
0: Okay, so I was working. <laughs> okay, anyway, go
1: ahead. Well, I mean, you might not have been working. You could right. have been looking up stuff, you That's know. That's true. Right. Anyway, <laughs> looking up computers or right, other right, things right. that you like to at cars and stuff. stuff. Right. So I was just waiting mm-hmm. and waiting, you know, mm-hmm. trying to, you know, do some stuff. Mm-hmm. And you looked up for a second. I was like, oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. I'm throwing out this bid. It's a, He's about to catch it. Right, right, and right. we're going to have this great connection because he's going to say, oh, my goodness, you look amazing. I haven't seen that dress in so long, right? That did not happen. <laughs> so I threw out that bed. Mm-hmm. He looked up and was like, oh, hey, you know, what you doing? Okay. <laughs> Went right back down. I was like, man. I missed you know? that one. That so he missed that bit. But yeah. the whole point is if he had caught that bit, What, and, I, what and I probably
0: would have done is I <laughs> would, have, would looked have looked at what it what and I, I would have said, wow, babe, man, you look good in that dress. And then she would have gotten exactly what she wanted in that situation. But I missed it.
1: Yes. Which... Could have led to romance.
0: It could have, and here's the other thing, because I missed that bid for connection. It could have led to contempt,
1: but mm-hmm.
0: because mm-hmm. we have a strong friendship,
1: ah, and because we bring have that, that PSO back,
0: positive sen- oh, sentiment override, I like
1: how you did that.
0: April didn't get <laughs> mad at me. She didn't. Now she was a little disappointed. <laughs> But she, but, it, but it didn't turn into resentment and contempt. Yes,
1: it didn't turn into, there he is again. Exactly. Not noticing he you. He don't
0: never notice Even me.
1: Even though you do notice me, boo.
0: I do notice you. you That's do. the point.
1: That's the whole yeah, point. Yeah.
0: I just happen to miss <laughs> this one. You missed that one. Yeah. Now, this is important, too. Just a little tidbit right here. Mm-hmm. So sometimes a bid for connection may feel like a game that your spouse is playing. Mm-hmm. And you might mm-hmm. say to yourself, why play games? Why right. not just why come out of the closet and just say, How look at the dress. Nuts? Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, the problem with that is, Sometimes what she's looking for is the actual connection and she wants the connection to come from my heart, not out of obligation. An
1: organic connection. That's right. You know, like you were able to just see it and then that that happened.
0: Yes. You know? Because that feels the best. It feels best when I throw out a hint to connect with you and you connect rather than asking, hey, can we connect now? Exactly. See, this is what you have to understand. That's part of a friendship. This is important. Now, here's the thing about this. When you connect with your spouse, you don't always have to connect on things that matter. In fact, what we would suggest Mm -hmm. is connect on things that don't really matter. And what I mean by that is you connect all the time with your spouse about Mm -hmm. the kids, Mm -hmm. about work, about the mortgage, about who's going to pick up the groceries, who's going to pick up the kids, whatever. That's, that's a, a connection. Constant connection. That's right, but that's not the kind of connection we're talking about. No, a connection on the level of friendship is slightly different. It's connecting with each other about trivial things that really don't matter. The way that you would with one of your boys or one of your girlfriends.
1: Right, just like me coming out with that dress. That really didn't matter. Right, that wasn't a thing that was important right. or right. you know hugely significant. Exactly. But it would have connected us in a way that day that really would build and have allowed us to bond a little bit more.
0: Exactly right. You know? Yes. So we have another activity for you, another five-minute focus very quickly. Yes. And this is supposed to help you to learn how to connect with each other about trivial things.
1: So what we want you to do, this is called Mount Rushmore. Yes. Okay. So what we want you to do is we want you to think about or talk about what is your Mount Rushmore of gospel music?
0: Yes. And you know Mount Rushmore okay. has four faces on it. So that just means who your are your top, top four, four of whatever. And by the You're way, gospel artists. You you might not like gospel music maybe you like something else you can pick anything you, can pick anything you want, anything you, want. Your mount you can
1: say top four uh best athletes yes you know top four or, uh
0: best restaurants yeah,
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: whatever it is just whatever make it, it is make it something insignificant no big deal and just spend this time connecting with each other telling each other about your mount rushmore for gospel artists restaurants clothing designers, whatever it is, okay? And we'll come right back. We're going to do it, too.
1: Okay. That uh, was fun. How do you feel
0: about that? Was that fun? I hope it was. I hope so, too. Yeah.
1: I mean, you do this all the time with your regular friends. Yes. You know, it's like you sit and you talk about just Nothing normal things. Stuff. Things that don't really matter. Oh, yes. And you really have a connection with your spouse in a different way where when you're done, you're like, oh, wow, we just connected. Yes. And it wasn't about anything serious, it wasn't about the stressful things of life. But
0: you know why though? It's because when you're telling me your top four, when you're telling me your Mount Rushmore of gospel artists, each one has an explanation that goes along with it. It's true, we got into a conversation. That's right, and when you explain (laughs) what it is that you like about these different things, you're really sharing a piece of yourself with me. Yeah,
1: we're getting to know each other.
0: And it's about something that yeah. doesn't really matter, right? But it's something that's really in you that you really like. Yes. that makes a difference. And yes. the fact that I'm sitting there listening to it, it makes you think I'm interested in you, makes and it me makes me, me think, think I'm interested in <laughs> you're interested in me. Seriously, makes you think
1: it? No, you are. You really are. You, you are. Know what I'm saying?
0: Yes. That's, yes. A, that's hugely it, important. Let's, guys. Let's,
1: instead of saying, "Makes you think." So it shows that you
0: are. It demonstrates. It demonstrates. That you actually are interested exactly. in Exactly. It. Yes. It's exactly. very important. Yes. So anyway, that's a, that's a big one, and we hope that that helped you guys. Yes,
1: we hope that. you enjoyed that. Yes. All right, let's move on to our last point. Okay,
0: so so we talked about initiating the friendship. We talked about cultivating, cultivating the friendship. This one now is about protecting your friendship. Which is so important. Extremely important. Once you have it, you got to protect that. Exactly. Okay? So let's
1: look at another text, Proverbs 18, 24, which yes. says... There are friends mm-hmm. who will destroy each other, uh-huh. okay? Friends yes, right. who will destroy each other, yeah. but a real friend sticks closer than a brother. Wow.
0: Yes, so that's There's you. that
1: word again, stick.
0: That's yes, right. You know? There's a stickiness yeah, that we've right. about before. Exactly. So this is really important because this is the third point.
1: Protecting your friendship. There is no lasting friendship without trust. Trust. Boy oh boy.
0: Extremely important to a friendship. Yes. Now, here's the thing about your relationship right now that you have with your spouse. You may have trust. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Mm -hmm. But this level of trust is a little bit different because sometimes I can trust that my wife will be faithful to me. Mm -hmm. I may trust that if she goes to get the groceries, she'll come back with the right amount of food. Mm -hmm. I may trust that she will pay the mortgage or whatever. Mm but. I might not trust that if I say something stupid, she won't make fun of me. Mm. See what I'm saying? That's a different level Mm. of trust. I may not Mm. trust that if I'm vulnerable with her, that she won't make me feel like I'm, Mm. you know, worth listening to or something. See what I'm saying? That's a totally different level of trust that you'll have with your friends that you might not have with your spouse. Let me
1: add another one to this. Go ahead. I may not trust that when we get around family, you're not going to embarrass me by cutting me off Uh, or
0: or disrespecting me
1: Me, or or
0: siding with them instead of with Ah, me. (laughs) These are all areas and aspects of trust that you may not put into that area, but real friends have that kind of trust with each other. That kind of
1: trust. That's deep trust. And you don't even realize So here's the definition of trust. A person or thing in which confidence is
0: placed. So this is more than just Confidence that she'll come back with the right groceries or confidence that he'll pay the mortgage. We have confidence in in our friends that they will actually not hurt us on purpose.
1: Yeah, (laughs) on purpose.
0: (laughs) That's what friendship really is. That's right. Because we like each other. That's right. And we have that. Now, I'm sure that you have been betrayed at some point. I'm sure you've had a friend. In your lifetime mm-hmm. that you thought was a true friend that you found out later on was not because they betrayed you.
1: That's definitely true.
0: Have you ever had that? Happen yes, before? I've had that yes. happen to me.
1: Where I had a friend who shared with someone else something very personal that I shared with her mm-hmm. and I found out mm-hmm. and it was like after that, what happened was I basically said Okay, we can still be friends, but uh-huh. I know my limits. Right. You know, when you I know said that said this
0: to her. She was. I know crushed. where we stand. She was yeah. crushed
1: because it was like, oh my goodness. I just this, messed up our friendship. I just messed up our friendship, <laughs> and it took. Now we were able to regain that friendship. Yeah. But it took many years, and actually, to this day, mm-hmm. even though that that trust came back a mm-hmm. bit, not to the point where I would ever share anything wow. super personal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where I felt like it was. You know, something I really wouldn't want anybody
0: else to know. Because she betrayed that trust. Yeah.
1: And wow. it's hard to gain that back. It is. it is. It really is hard to gain that back.
0: So, so in your relationship with your spouse, what we're saying is you need to be trying to build your friendship in a way that engenders trust. That's right. And more than just trust that somebody will do the things that help to run the family. Right. But also trust that you will take care of my heart. Yes. And that we will actually be each other's friends. they for each exactly. other. That's a way of protecting your friendship into perpetuity.
1: Yeah, and, and that's actually what you just said, trusting trusting them with your heart. Yes. I'm trusting you with my heart. Yes. And I'm trusting that you will not
0: crush it. That's right. Now, here's you know? the thing. I've got friends that have been my friends that are not April, people outside of, of our course. relationship, yeah. for 20, 30 years now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we've been through so much, and we've had so many experiences that I now know pretty confidently that I can trust this friend or that friend mm-hmm. pretty much with my life. Mm-hmm. There are some friends you know that if something were to happen right now, you could call those friends and they would be there for you. Right. The question is, does your spouse come to mind as that friend? Mm-hmm. Ooh, wow. That's what you wanna to get to. You do. And if you can get there, yes. I promise you, your relationship will go to another level because you have cultivated, you have initiated, cultivated, and protected that friendship. That's so, right. those are right. the three points. One more time. Initiate, Initiate your friendship. What do you right. do?
1: There is no true friendship without acceptance. You want right. to make sure that you are accepting one another. Number two. Number two, cultivate your friendship.
0: No meaningful friendship without connection. That's You've right. got to connect with each other. Regularly and often, and sometimes not about real things that matter. Sometimes it's about trivial things that can actually build your friendship. That's
1: right. So when then, those bids are thrown out.
0: That's right. You got to catch them. You got to catch them. <laughs> <laughs> and then lastly, protect your friendship by.
1: There is no lasting friendship without trust.
0: Gotta have trust. You've
1: gotta have trust.
0: Make sure you have that yes. all the time yes. in your relationship. That's right. I hope you guys have enjoyed this. We've enjoyed our time with we you. Have. And we thank you, Pastor Seth, one more time for giving us this opportunity to share with each other. And I want to ask April if she would just pray. Can you pray over the couples right now that God would do something amazing for them with their friendships that they Definitely. would go to another level with that?
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. Let's bow our heads. Dear Lord, thank you so much for friendship. Thank you for giving us this wonderful blessing. And thank you for allowing us to be able to initiate, cultivate and protect it within our relationships. We ask Lord that for all the couples that are here today, that they will be able to build their friendship with one another so that there is more romance, so that there is more love, more trust and more acceptance. And then when you come Lord, we can go to heaven with you and all of us can go And meet you in heaven and be thankful that we are there together as friends. Yes. We love you, Lord, and we thank you in your name. Amen.
0: Amen. God bless you, and we hope your relationships go to another level. Yes. See you again soon. Bye.